as the sun sets on summer and another academic year, and as we look back and look forward with perhaps a little more trepidation than anticipation, what should we focus on to begin the new year well? Creativity. Now you may think, well, what's creativity got to do with me? I didn't spend lockdown baking sourdough. I'm an accountant. I'm no Banksy or Stormzy or Tracy Emin. Well, the Bible describes God in all sorts of ways. But before anything else, the Bible describes God as creator. If we go back to the start in the very first verse of the Bible in Genesis, we read, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And John begins his gospel with the same three words, In the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, that is, Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 3, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. There's a beautiful sculpture at Chartres Cathedral in France of Jesus creating Adam. And we tend to think of Jesus more in the cradle or on the cross, but here... He is creator. So the next two Sundays, I want to speak about creative Jesus. Yes, he is your saviour, your shepherd, your friend. But today I want you to think of Jesus as your creator. Before Jesus turned water into wine, before he healed the sick, he performed the miracle of life. Not just creator of the world, but the creator of you. He loved you into being, into existence. And however out of control the world might feel right now, you are not here by accident. You are not random. You are planned and designed. He made you fearfully and wonderfully to be a masterpiece, to be one of a kind, totally bespoke. He created every hair on your head, every fibre, every cell. He is the God of the big picture and the intricate detail. But there's a spanner in the works. Have a look at verse 9. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Even though we were made by him, we didn't recognise him, disconnected from the very source of life. The result of this is the opposite of creation or, or decreation, undoing all that was meant to be, all that you were created to be. I wonder if you've ever felt like you're wasting away. And that is the effect of evil, destruction or decreation. Even when we think about summer, the, the word recreation, literally recreation, when we take time out to be restored, to be recreated, Yet we might not return to feeling totally replenished. And why is that? Well, often we get out of the habits and rhythms of connection with God, and, and long, gorgeous summer days will not in and of themselves recreate you. The only full way to be recreated is in Jesus Christ. To learn who you are in the company of your Creator, the, the true light. Because metaphorically speaking, this year a great darkness has, has cloaked the world. And as the days shorten, we, we might wonder just how dark is it going to get. But then you get that beautiful verse, verse 5. 
The, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. However dark you're feeling, you have not been overcome by darkness. You may have been surrounded by darkness, but it's time to let in the light, the true light. Jesus himself entered his creation, which was full of decreation, a, a moment in history filled with restrictions and fear and things not the way they should be. The light of the world stepped into a very dark time in the world. He can do the same with you today. Because Jesus doesn't just create you and send you off in your merry way. The creativity doesn't end with Jesus creating you in the first place. Have a look at verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. This is the second creation. That he created you in the first place, and now he recreates you. He create, recreates you as his child. Totally characteristically creative of Jesus. It's totally consistent of Jesus to, to love you enough to create you, and to love you enough to recreate you. In the, the service of Nine Lessons and Carols at King's College, Cambridge, this prologue, this passage is read just before the final carol. It's the, the final lesson, it's, and it's the climax of the service, telling the story, that everything from the beginning has all been pointing towards this. To the moment on the cross when, when Jesus, he absorbs all the results of our sin, the, the destruction, all the decreation. And so to know Jesus as your Redeemer is to know him as your Creator. When the Creator of the world was, was hanging on the cross, he was recreating you. St Augustine wrote that, Although creation by the word has happened to you, so that you have been made by him, you are unmade by yourself. If by yourself you are unmade, let him who made you make you new. If by yourself you have been made worse, let him who created you recreate you. You don't have to whip yourself up into a creative frenzy. Simply let Jesus recreate you. Just say, God, I, I'm sorry for disconnecting myself from you, for, for the destruction, for the decreation. And then receive Jesus, as John says. That, that means saying yes to him, saying yes to who he is, saying yes to him recreating you. And we see in verse 12 that simply to believe in Jesus is to receive this new creation. To believe in the author and the perfecter of your life, the, the master craftsman, the original artisan. To let this artist make a splash into your life. To believe afresh or to believe for the first time that God is your creator and recreator. And in so doing, you receive fullness of life. So there's the, the staggering truth in verse 12, that we become children of God. And that is complete. But then there's an ongoing creation too, of becoming more like who Jesus says we already are. So take Jesus' um, being described in, in verse 14 by John as, as saying that he is full of grace and truth. Part of the beauty of this is that we can step into the light of Jesus and knowing that he will tell us the total truth about us, but will totally love us at the same time. 
And if we live by the light of Jesus, he goes on recreating us. And this need that we have for ongoing recreation is, is exactly the same. Whether you became a follower of Jesus five seconds ago, or one day ago, or 80 years ago. C.S. Lewis uh, said that relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had yet been done. I recently returned from honeymoon and a family holiday from the sea and the sand. And when I got home, an infestation of rather aggressive wasps quickly stole my beach vibes. And I had to remember not to react in stress and fear. And as we couldn't even use our kitchen, I quickly felt that our environment had been decreated. But as soon as we took her to Jesus, and Louise, I've got to say, was the, the one who did, we found the nest uh, within two minutes, and God began to, to transform the chaos into order. As we embark on this year, we might have all sorts of uncertainties and circumstances and, and interactions that we wouldn't choose. And we have to actively choose recreation every day, to live in the light of Jesus and who we are and not the darkness that is around us. I wonder what that might look like for you. I'm not going to give you a formula for this, but it means staying connected to Jesus. Whatever it is for, for you to root yourself in your relationship with Jesus and to ask him how he wants to renew you on a daily basis. Creation happened one day at a time, and, and if we begin each day with our creator Jesus and invite him into every part of our day, however big or small, what he will create of us and through us will be greater than we could possibly imagine, changing us from one degree of glory to the next. In Romans 8, Paul writes that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay. And there's the decay, the destruction, the, the decreation, and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. How free, how glorious does your life feel right now? Because that's what you were made for. And that is what Jesus wants to create in your life. Paul and John, they, they make a number of grand statements about God. But they also make grand statements about us. Because we are recreated in the image of the creative God, which was always the plan. Not just created for any old reason, but Jesus, by creating you, he gives you identity and purpose. The most common question asked from the age of 12 onwards is, is who am I? Do you know who you are? This year, you are not your GCSEs. You are not your A-levels, your, your job or your employment status or relationship status. You are not your health or your emotions. You are a child of God. Our society loves a self-made man or woman. But the burden is not on you to create yourself. Why be a self-made man or woman when you can be God-made? Simply connect to the Creator. Find yourself back in the loving arms of the Creator and become more than you ever dreamed or dared to be to know his good and pleasing and perfect plans for you. Made in God's image, yet utterly unique, with unique creativity to offer the world. This is not a to-do list, but a person to become. Fully human like Jesus, and taking on the family likeness of the creator. 
John writes elsewhere that if we love one another, we are born of God and children of God. And that love, that ability to create space for others, comes as we are secure in our identity. That even amidst restrictions, we might live expansively and creatively, giving to others rather than the needing to take all the time. To live in such a way that, verse 7, all might believe. And therefore, verse 12, that, that those who believe in him may become children of God. I mean, what could be more creative than that? That, that no one is too far gone, too far decreated for Jesus Christ. And as we partner with Jesus this year, learning from the, the great artist, the, the great creator, we will join him in recreating the, the things that have been decreated, pointing people who have been decreated back to their creator. And just like any good protege, and never take your eyes off the master and, and what he is doing. After all, in, in verse 4, John says that in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Put, uh, put another way, uh, Paul writes to the Colossians that, that Jesus is the source of creation and the goal of creation. That all might believe that Jesus is the direction of your travel for this year. He is your, your starting point and your end point for this year. He is Alpha and Omega, the light always pointing you and others to Jesus. Augustine also said, you have created us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. I hope that you begin this year from a place of rest, of recreation as you rest in Jesus. The same Jesus that John records as saying to Nicodemus, you must be born again. The same Jesus that John records as saying the spirit gives life. And the same Jesus that John records as, as breathing on the disciples with his Holy Spirit. This recreation happens from the inside out. Jesus, he, he fills you with himself. The creative spirit of, of Jesus Christ, creator spiritus who generates you and regenerates you, creates you and recreates you with, with light and life to all he brings. And like a good Caravaggio, any darkness this year will only further bring out the light, the inextinguishable light of Jesus. We read in verse 14, full of grace, full of truth. He's also full of creative power. This year, may you be captivated by the creativity of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen.